Hello, this is Kashara Johnson, and you are listening to Undiscovered Worth, the podcast, a podcast where I have open and honest conversations with a variety of people about their lives and the things and events that bring meaning and depth to them. My hope for you is that this space provides you inspiration and the encouragement to curiously dive a little deeper into that which creates more connection and growth in your own life. I'm really happy that you're here, and I hope that you enjoy. Thank you. Hello, hello. As always, I hope that you are doing well, and I hope that you are having a really fantastic week. Um, My week, I guess the past week since the last recording, um, has felt like it's gone by really quickly, but also kind of slowly, Um, kind of in the best way, I guess. Um, I haven't been super stressed out like I have been in, in at previous points in time. So, so this week, um, I wanted to talk about making peace with our stories and specifically the stories that mm, I guess really should or could be reframed. Um, the stories that don't necessarily align with who we are currently or that aren't, I guess, conducive or aligned with the, I guess, who we want to be and um, and that don't serve serve our future as well. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I have a um, um, letter that I send out via email every first and third Friday, and it's called Five Minute Letters um, because it can typically be, be read within five minutes. Um, and so I mentioned it on the podcast before, um, in previous episodes. And so this, I felt like this, the letter that I just sent out on Friday was really kind of relevant, something that, that we don't talk about often, um, often enough in my opinion. Um, and so I wanted to, um, kind of continue the conversation onto this platform, because I felt like it was really important and it felt, um, especially, you know, going into the fall, into the new year, there's a lot of things that I think during that time frame, you know, we're shedding um, in order to make room for new things. Um, you know, for me, the fall, really the, the, really the spring and the fall, um, I'm not sure if it's like the weather changing or what it is, but I just feel like this shift um, during the, when those seasons come. Um, and I always, try, I just always feel this need to reevaluate where I am and what's going on and, and maybe, um, reestablish or reaffirm my goals. Um, and not necessarily goals, not just goals, like professionally, but goals as far as like, who do I want to be? And is the person that I am currently is that person aligned with the person that I say I want to be in the future um are the things that I'm doing now would my future self thank me for them um for those actions things like that and so um you know talking about our stories you know it's just really important that I, my personal belief is that all of our actions and feelings come from thoughts and those thoughts, when, you know, threaded together, they form our belief systems and we act out of those beliefs. And so, you know, if it's if you have a belief about yourself or about the world that 
is actually not rooted in reality or um, in alignment with your highest self, you're really creating a, a resistance that's that's just, that's not helpful for you. So, like I said, the newsletter is every first and third Friday. I will include it in the show notes um, for those who would like to subscribe. But um, what I wanted to do for this episode really is to share the guide list or guide numbers <laughs> is to share the guide to getting past our stories, to really making peace with our stories and reframing them. So um, it's a six, it's six steps, <laughs> which sounds like a lot, but you know, it, it does take, I, I would suggest that if you're going to run through this, these steps that you take some time to um, maybe I would say take some time and run through them when you've got some time to yourself. So that could be, I've, I've run through this list on the way to work, sometimes at nighttime. Um, a lot of times I'll do like my self-care ritual on like a Saturday or Sunday. I try to do Sundays just for a fresh start. Um, and so sometimes I'll run through this list on a Sunday. And so it's funny because I'm actually having to go through this list myself. You know, I've got some changes that are happening in my life and I've got some things that I want to do in my life that are going to require me to let go of some stories that I've held for a really long time. Some of the stories are my own, but some of them, like many of us have, um, have been adopted just from your family and friends and just greater society. Um, and so, you know, as I'm going through this list, I'm also going to be going through it for myself. And the newsletter I wrote about essentially like where this came from, this topic came from. And it came from a really good friend of mine who sent me a message last week, um, basically asking me, um, the question was, um, when you have moments where you feel insecure, how do you get past those? And so, you know, I... I'm the type of friend, if you ask me a question, ask me for advice or tell me a situation, like I jump into action mode. Um, so I like immediately messaged her, like, these are my steps, blah, 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 blah. Um, just rattled it off. But it wasn't until I sat down on last Friday to write the letter that I realized, I, I thought back on that. And I realized that the question and my response, it wasn't really related to insecurities. It was really related to the stories that we create. So the real question isn't, um, you know, how do we get past our insecurities? The real question, I believe, is how do we get past the stories? How do we make peace with those stories? So here's my method. Part of this, some of this is I've kind of created it on my own, but it's also been some of these, these points have also come about just from two plus years of therapy. Um, so... Here it is, my guide and my therapist guide to getting past the stories and making peace with them. So number one um, is figure out your triggers. Determine if it's something that can be removed. So I would say, you know, if I'm using myself as an example, um, my trigger a lot of times is social media. Um, I and it's becoming increasingly um, more of a trigger. I think just as I've gone through therapy and done some other work, I have gotten really in tune with my body and how certain activities 
make me feel in my body. And so, you know, for me, if I'm on social media for too long, I can feel the anxiety. I can feel just like the dissatisfaction, discontentment. And I feel it like in my chest and and a lot of times in my chest and kind of like a drop in my stomach. And so, you know, that's something that if you know it's a trigger, then you should at least try to cut it down. Obviously, you know, it's it's very difficult to cut out social media altogether because a lot of our work is connected to it. And, you know, all of our friends are on there. But that would be one example. The other example is, you know, if you've got a toxic friend, like, it it's probably time to let them go if you and i could go into a whole a whole topic that's a whole other topic as far as how to know if you have a toxic friend but i would say the best the best way to determine your trigger really get down to it is to really listen to your body and then once you determine that it's an external kind of factor then consider or flat out remove it step 2 is you know if it's if it's not an external trigger, if it's not something that's that you can remove easily, you know, if it's not social media or a friend or work or, or whatever, then that is a sign that you likely should look inwards to see what that trigger is and ask yourself, when was the first time in my life that I experienced that feeling of blank? So insecurity uh, rejection or whatever that triggering feeling is. And so like, really, this is the part where you start to dig to discover whatever that kind of root belief is. And, you know, this can kind of, this can be done in a, in a, a variety of ways. Like I've driven in the car and just kind of connected dots and pulled really pulled threads and untangled and unweaved, um, the stories that I have, but then this could also, you know, if you're someone who is visual or, um, you know, kind of like more hands on, I would also suggest, you know, whatever your way of kind of processing, like you go with that. So sometimes I've driven in the car and kind of mentally untangled um, the threads. Sometimes I've grabbed a sheet of paper or my journal and I've written like essentially like a little thought web where I'll, you know, in the middle, if you imagine like a little spider web in the middle, um, you know, it's, this is the trigger, the internal trigger. Um, and then outside of that are, I would branch off and write down all of the beliefs that are attached to that. And then all of the the times where I felt that way, and just to kind of get a visual feel for what are the similarities and, and um, to try to figure out like, what is that want, like that true deep kind of rooted belief or story that I've created. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you'll find that the stories go way back. It's not just, oh, two months ago, this thing happened. And now I believe this. A lot of times it really goes, it's, it, it goes way back sometimes to like your childhood. A lot of my stories have gone back to my childhood. And I think that that's, I, I think that that's probably something that's common and normal because, you know, as children, we don't, have the, I guess, the mental maturity to be able to make sense of our experiences or to make sense of the the teachings and, and you know, cultural norms that are handed to us and we, we don't question them. And, um, you know, when we don't question them, we just carry them throughout our lives, even if, 
you know, they may serve us and work for us in a setting growing up. But when you move away, it oftentimes that whatever those beliefs are, that you'll find that they actually don't apply in other settings. I think plenty of people feel this way when they move to other cities or when you go off to college and, you know, in settings where you're around other people. I think people also find this, I know I have, when you, when you're looking or seeking growth, oftentimes there's a, you have to let go of some of your beliefs that don't align with where you're trying to grow, if that makes any sense. Like I said, it's, it's always a thought first, a feeling, and then the action. So all feelings come from thoughts. And so you have to find, you have to do the work of finding that root belief so that you can mix, I guess, unravel it and then reframe it. So that leads into, um, actually, that leads into the third point, which is determine if that root belief or story that you've created still applies today, or if it's serving your highest self. So this, yeah, this is the step where you really sit and consider, does this apply? Is this helpful? Is this belief harming me? Is this causing suffering for me? Is me holding on to this belief at the expense of my relationships with others or my work or um, with moving forward in my future overall, uh, my overall happiness. It, it really takes some um, sitting with yourself and considering. And I, I personally believe intuitively, I think we we all know it. It's hard to admit when a deeply held belief um, no longer serves us. But I think that we all honestly, if we sat down with ourselves, would say that we know um, you can just feel when when the answer is no. For me, when I feel it in my body that there's something that I'm holding on to that is no longer serving me um, or my future or it's causing me suffering, it, it feels like a heaviness. It feel, that's that's the best way I can explain it. It feels like a heaviness. It feels like I am trying to carry a, a bag of bricks with me and I'm trying to to wedge it into tight spots and and through the woods of or this journey that I'm going on. And, and it's clear that I'm not able to carry that belief comfortably with me because it doesn't suit. It doesn't it doesn't apply. It doesn't suit me anymore. A lot of times, um, if you, like I said, if you listen to your body, if you, even just if you just took inventory of your relationships, of of what's the condition of your current circumstances, a lot of times, you know, if you really look around, that's also telling as well. And so this is where you go, this, this step here, determining if that root belief still applies or is if it's creating friction and resistance this is the time to really go about the work of reframing it and creating a more healthy aligned belief once you've done that once you've sat with yourself and once you've 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 unraveled that root belief or story and you've you know worked to create or reframe it or to create a new belief um, this is the time where you you sit in silence and you just you wait for your gut 
to kind of see if that settles right within you. So some people say gut, I say gut or intuition or like you're knowing. Um, some people have called it that. And so, yeah, it's where you sit and you say, okay, like the old story doesn't quite apply. It's causing harm or, or it's just, it's just not working. I've seen that it's not actually true. So let me create a new story and, and, and reframe it and, and really unravel, um, to build something that's, that's more suitable or more life-giving. And so, you know, if you, if you sit and you realize, okay, that settles, like, I feel like this new story, it's good. Then like, great. Like you've got a new story you can walk through this world with. You can see how that, you know, that new story should be, at least from my experience, when I've done that, this type of work, I find that I come out of that silence, um, feeling lighter, feeling kind of relieved, feeling, uh, feeling hopeful in a lot of ways. And so, you know, if, if you sit in silence and you realize, Hey, okay, like it doesn't quite sit right. I feel like there's still something that's not quite there. Like it's not, it feels okay, but I feel like there's some more kind of baggage that I need to, to dig up and, and sort through. Then this would be the part where you'd go back. And really just kind of go through the steps over again and and go and see what else there is to discover. Our stories are really complex. They're tangled. They're messy. It's They're oftentimes um, intertwined with experiences, both, you know, large and small. And, and, and so it, it takes time, essentially, is what I'm saying. Try writing your stories down. Maybe try talking them out loud to see if um, there's some other way to help you process them a bit more. Um, But definitely just keep doing the work, going through it, going through it, um, because eventually you will get to a root, the root story to be able to look at it objectively and to be able to um, reframe it. Um, That's step four. Step five is optional. My, this is funny. So I'll just read it. So step five is um, optional and something that I do now. And so when I have the time, I I like to go back and talk to that little girl version of myself who first experienced that insecurity or rejection or whatever, and really talk through why that story is no longer needed to survive in this world today. And so I laugh because um, the whole concept of your little girl or the little person version of you, like going back and talking to that person. It reminds me of this story. When I lived in Birmingham, there's a lady that I used to go to church with, which is so weird to even say I went to church, but there's a lady that I went to church with and um, I hadn't seen her in a few months. Like I think maybe she moved or something like that. But anyway, she needed a ride to work and I happened to be driving by and I was like, okay, yeah, totally. Like we can catch up while we drive you to work. Like no big deal. And so, you know, we're making small talk and she's like, oh yeah, um, you know, I started therapy and I'm doing really great. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. She's like, yeah, you know, I, I started going to therapy and, you know, really talking to my little girl and, and really, un, you know, unpacking some things that happened in my childhood and really sitting with her and talking with her about, you know, the things that we experience. And I just remember 
driving to her job and while she's talking about talking to her quote little girl I just remember thinking oh my god I I picked up this lady and I had no idea that she was crazy like (laughs) I just I had never heard of that and I thought maybe it was like she had like a mental health like something going on I just couldn't make sense of it I remember being intrigued, but also being a little freaked out. And so fast forward, like three years, four years later, I'm like sitting in my therapist's office and we're talking about childhood stuff. And she asked me that, she's like, okay, if your little girl was sitting here with you, what age would she be? And I remember just being like, we got to back up. Like, what is, what is this? What is this? Because I've heard this before. And I thought this was just for people who are like very mentally unstable. Like I thought that that, and I realized that she actually, the lady that dropped off at work was actually not crazy, but she, she learned a really valuable tool in therapy, um, which I use now. And so when I think of, when people talk about, or therapists or people talk about sitting with their little person versions of themselves, um, I, I think of, I personally enjoy it now. It felt really strange at first, but I actually really enjoy it now because it's kind of like a moment of compassion for yourself, your your younger self. I kind of now have this belief that the younger versions of ourselves don't go away. They're in us. Like they, we carry that those that person and those experiences that they had with us and so oftentimes our triggers go back to childhood so we have to go um it's helpful at least and for me I have to I have to go back and sit with her and really just show compassion like I'm so sorry that happened to you I'm so sorry that um you had to experience such and such thing and there was you didn't feel like there was a resolution or you felt neglected or rejected or whatever um it's really just a, a really great opportunity to show yourself compassion um self-love um understanding and so my that's why i included this it's optional but i i do like to go back to that little girl version of myself and really show compassion and explain and and apologize for the times that I've been I've spoken negatively to myself due to holding on to beliefs that no longer served me or aligned with with who I am with that being said the last step is to record your old and new story so that when the old one inevitably comes back you have something to look back at to remind yourself of why it no longer applies. And and then we can continuously read that new belief that you have as a healthy reminder um, for yourself. Um, For me, I forget kind of easily. Uh, It's easy. I, I think for anyone, probably it's easy to just kind of fall back into operating and acting from old beliefs or old habits. And so it's good to have it physically written down I think the act of writing the mind and hands like connection, I think that solidifies or helps solidify new stories that we have. 
It helps us remember them more because we're physically, it's not like we're typing on a phone and then putting it away or jumping to the next thing. Like you have to physically, like the act of physically sitting down and writing it, watching the words across the page really helps to kind of sink it all in. And so that's it. So I'll recap. So it is step one is figure out what your trigger is and determine if it, if it can be removed. Step two is if you can't remove the trigger, then go inward. Ask yourself, when was, lo- when was the first time you experienced that feeling? And really start to dig in to discover what the root story is. And step three is to determine if the root belief or story you created still applies today or if it's serving your higher self. If it's not, then this is the time to work to reframe and create a new belief or story that's more healthy and aligned. Step four is to sit in silence, wait for your gut, see if that settles. If it does, then great. If not, then you move on and, um, well, you don't move on, but you circle back around to the first step and and really work to keep digging um, to figure out, you know, what are the, the, the root, what is the real kind of story that you've created and where does it come from? Step five, which is optional, is to go back take some time and talk to that little person or whoever the that person, whatever point in time that you experienced that feeling or that experience and to really talk through why that story or belief no longer is needed to survive in this world. And then this is also would be a good time to apologize to yourself for the times that you've treated yourself negatively, spoken to yourself negatively um, because of that belief or story This would also be a good time to potentially consider going and apologizing to others, making amends with people that you've possibly harmed as a result of your stories or beliefs. That's that's a whole other topic of making peace. There's there's so much from that. So, um, yes, that would be (laughs) step five. Um, Step six is to record your old and new stories that when. Um, the old one, you know, when you're tempted or you fall back into this old belief, you have something that you can refer to. You can ha- you have something that you can refer to to remind yourself of why that old habit or story or belief no longer applies. And then you can also read the new belief as a healthy reminder. So that is it. I, I hope this is helpful I feel like at some points I probably rambled, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I know it's it's something that I've it's a it's a tool that I've used for two three years now, um, and it's it's developed over time. I've added some things. I've taken some steps out, but this this has been a really good kind of exercise to use when you're wanting to align more with yourself it's something that's really good to do if if you feel that you're in a, a new uh, season um, of growth this is a really good time to really evaluate the stories that you have and your beliefs um, because there is a chance that some of them are no longer um, serving either creating resistance or even suffering so yeah um like I said like I mentioned um if you are interested in content like this and you want to receive emails, um, I'm going to include in the show notes the link to be able to subscribe to my five minute letters. They literally take like five minutes to read, and they're I consider them really letters as opposed to like email newsletters. 
Um, they include stories, tips for wellness, like where I've just like this episode, basically. I, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It's nice to be able to, I love interviewing, but it's also kind of nice to be able to just talk one-on-one and share some things personally like this. So I hope you have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general, I would love to hear from you and to know what part resonated. This podcast is literally rooted in connecting with people and that includes you as a listener. To get in touch, you can email me at kashara at kasharajohnson.com. That's K-A-S-H-A-R-A. Or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at kashara underscore Johnson. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.